So, so this week, so this week we're we're working through our Ten Commandments series, and this week we're in Commandment number six. Who could say what the last commandment was? Ooh, he's good. I really hope that was last week's because if it wasn't, then I would have been totally wrong. You're smart, Chase. So the sixth commandment, as the number six comes after five, this one isn't particularly hard to understand. It's one verse long, four words long, and God doesn't explain it like the other commandments because sometimes on these commandments, God will kind of go into like a paragraph talking about the commandment. This one, he just says four words, boom, done, next one. Because I think this one is pretty easy to understand what God's talking about. So Exodus 20.13, commandment number six says, You shall not murder. Easy enough, right? Pretty easy. You shall not murder. That's not too hard to comprehend. Understanding this commandment doesn't actually just stop at you shall not murder, though. There's kind of a whole other component to this command that we're going to be discussing today. The whole other half of this commandment you actually don't find in Exodus chapter 20. You actually find it in the New Testament on the Sermon on the Mound with Jesus. Jesus actually has a lot to say about this commandment, which is kind of crazy to think that these four short words actually has an entire different layer to it, which today we're going to be talking about anger. So what does our anger have to do with murder? So if you guys have ever watched any kind of like crime show or, you know, like sometimes like Dateline will be on TV and they kind of talk about it. All actions have motivations. Everything we do has a motivation behind it. So like if you work out and exercise a lot, like I worked a little bit at the YMCA this past year. I had, you know, people coming in all the time. They had their giant bags of gear walking in, drenched in sweat, wearing like workout clothes, put their stuff up on the counter, check in. They don't even look at you because they know that they could just destroy you in a fight and they just walk over to the locker room just like this. It's like, yeah, they're there because they want to exercise and work out to be stronger. If you study for a test, it's because you want to get a high grade. Everything good or bad has a motive. Motives are not inherently bad, but motives can be good or evil. So murder, the act of killing another person, it's a product that actually comes from anger. You know, if you look at any, you know, like any crime story or any time somebody has committed murder, it murder stems from anger. And Jesus talks about this a lot. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 21-22, Jesus actually explains anger within the context of murder. So these verses say, this is Jesus speaking, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder. Now stop right there. That's Jesus referring back to Exodus 20, the sixth commandment. Jesus is directly talking about the sixth commandment here. So you've heard that it was said to those of old, the sixth commandment, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So Jesus says to the people listening to his Sermon on the Mound that they know, the people know, that they should not murder. You know, it's cut real plain and simple in Exodus. God said it real clear, you shall not murder, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you shall not murder. 
But Jesus, like I said, takes this commandment a step further, saying that, okay, well, you shouldn't murder. Okay, you shouldn't be angry with people. So the sixth commandment is actually telling us not to be angry against other people. Now, that's easy enough, right? No, no, that that's that's really not easy enough. So, ooh, you know, I remember at the beginning of this series, Stephen said how every single week, you know, you might come in here, sit down. Oh, that commandment. Oh, that's easy. I won't break that. Yeah, sorry. You've kind of broken the sixth commandment because Jesus is asking us not to be angry. And how many people in here have never been angry in their entire life? If you put your hand up, you're lying. Like just, just saying, you know, we've all been angry at some point in our life. So Jesus, so Jesus takes this commandment further because he knows how anger is the root of murder. So if you were to ask anybody, if you were to ask anybody about anger, they would say that everybody at some point in their life is angry. But anger, when it's out of control, can lead to awful things happening. You know, revenge, frustration, getting back at somebody. If we don't keep anger in check in our life, anger can grow into awful, awful things. One of those things being murder. Now, obviously, I'm not saying if you're angry, you're a murderer. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that. You know, there, there are plenty of times in my life where I've gotten frustrated with something. I've been upset at somebody. I've been angry. I'm prone to getting hangry. Being hangry is kind of something I struggle with. And there have been several times where I've been on the road after church on a Sunday, super hangry, driving to Blaze Pizza, and I'm like, oh, this car just needs to get out of the way. There's been many times that's happened to me, and I've realized, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting angry. Hold on, I need to like, I need to like dial it back real quick. It's just food. See every, see all these things. You know, there's anger in all of us. We are all prone to being angry, no matter how peaceful or happy we might seem. So kind of going back to what I was talking about earlier with the whole, you know, like there's a motive behind everything. You know, the motive of murder is anger. And Jesus was telling us, hey, you know, if you don't want to murder, don't be angry. And you guys shouldn't be angry in the first place. So. The other half of this verse, because it, Jesus didn't stop talking about anger there, it actually goes into Matthew 5, verses 23 to 26. He says, So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to, ter- come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you will be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you've paid the last penny. So in antiquity, which is kind of a fancy word meaning ancient Bible times, that's your fun word for the day is antiquity. Go home and say that to your parents. They're going to look at you and be like, what does antiquity mean? Antiquity means ancient Bible times. So think back to ancient Bible times real quick. People would bring offering gifts as an act of worship to God to the temple. So people would come up with gifts, you know, it could be a food offering, it could be, you know, money or items, you know, like like precious gems or something. They would bring these offering gifts to the altar and give it as a form of worship to God. Jesus here is saying, if you go to God in worship 
and praise, but in your heart, you have anger towards somebody that you need to actually stop, go seek reconciliation with the person you're angry with, and then come back to God. Because Jesus is saying, God doesn't want your worship if you have hate in your heart. That's what, that's what Jesus is saying. And that, and I mean, if you think about it, as Christians, you know, we are called to love everything God has made. We're called to love his creation, love his people, serve his people, be with his people. How can we say that we love God if we have hate for others in our heart? And that's what Jesus is kind of calling out here. He's saying, no, don't, don't come to worship me if you have hate for other people in your heart. Go solve that hate. Go to your brothers that you're mad against. Go to your sisters. Go to your friends, your family members that you're angry with. Talk to them. Solve the anger. And then come back and worship because that's what loving God's all about. You know, anger and hatred and loving God and being a follower of Christ are two completely different things. You can't have anger in yourself if you claim to love Christ. So this whole commandment, you know, on paper it says... You shall not murder, which is true. Don't murder people. That's really bad. But actually at the root of this, it's saying you shall not be angry with each other. And that's a really hard thing to do in today's society. But as Jesus does, you know, through his sacrifice on the cross, we can find reconciliation with our anger. We can lean into the love that Christ has for us as followers of Jesus, and we can actually seek to solve the anger we have in our life. You know, I've met a lot of people who are very, very, very angry people, but I've also met people who are extremely nice and have told me, yeah, I used to be a really angry person. You know, I used to hate a lot of people, but ever since I became a follower of Christ, that anger has left me because I've realized that love is such a better thing to do. So... Sixth commandment here says on paper, we shall not murder. So the sixth commandment is telling us. But like I said, the root of it is you shall not be angry. So this week, I, and as we break into small groups and as you guys go throughout your week, I just want you to consider those times that you've been angry. You know, how has anger hurt the people around you? How has anger led to like explosive arguments? How has anger led to malice being between parents or siblings? You know, how has anger hurt? And how can we, through Jesus, seek reconciliation for that anger?